Merry Christmas 2023, everyone. We hope you're all enjoying the holiday weekend. Today's show is an encore presentation as we take you back to Portugal for the big Let's Go America Tour in Lisbon that originally aired live back on July 22nd. Merry Christmas, everyone. Pack those bags live around the globe. It's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. Let's buckle up as the show begins. with the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com or on social media at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. And let's go, America. Hello, everyone, and welcome aboard America's number one travel radio show. Today we are in Lisbon, Portugal, back in New York. It is just past 10 a.m. Eastern Time. It is Saturday, June 22nd. We are directly across the Atlantic Ocean, about 3,300 miles away. And from coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on TuneIn, well, we thank all of you for being aboard the fastest two hours in travel and the big Let's Go America Tour in Lisbon. So, listen, immediately following last week's live broadcast on July 15th, Barry and I headed down to JFK. We... Uh, got on a plane over to Madrid before arriving here in Lisbon. And if you were following our social media this week, well, we thank all of you for that. You've been engaging with us. Uh, we've been trying to share some of our many experiences in this uh, very nice city. Uh, and at this very moment, Mary and I, well, we are broadcasting from the terrific Emerald House Lisbon Curio. When today's show is over, we are headed north about 200 miles or so up to Porto, and we're going to jump right into next week's big Let's Go America Tour Porto, Dora River Cruise, with Amo Waterways and some of our show fans from around the country. We are covering the country, and just for those of you listening, uh, that music credit goes to Amalia Rodriguez, a very famous Fado singer. We're going to talk a little bit more about Fado uh, on next week's show that's for traditional Portuguese music. And just to set the scene from a location standpoint, Lisbon is mainland Europe's westernmost capital city. And fun fact, from a historic standpoint, it is the second oldest capital city in Europe after Athens, which I think a lot of people might be surprised at. Uh, lots they, lots they, to learn here. Yes, uh, we, we've been learning uh, all along. I mean, listen, folks, and as today's show unfolds, you know, we're going to be sharing many aspects of Lisbon with you. Right now, though, we want to make sure that Rudy is patched in with us from France. He also is on this side of the pond, as I like to say. Uh, so, Rudy, how are things in France today? Well, fine. I'm in the Bordeaux region on the Atlantic Ocean, so it's much cooler than what everybody in the States has been reading about uh, the heat in Europe. I mean, it's, it's, it's warm. It's, you know, 80 degrees or so, but uh, people aren't passing out on the hot sidewalk or... You know, huddling near air conditioners. Exactly. And here in Portugal, it's been a lovely week. I mean, Bobby, listen, you know, I want to say hello back to you in Dallas at the Network Command Center because you're balancing a lot technically having Mary and me here in Lisbon and Rudy up in France. Yeah, but it's a well-oiled machine. Uh, a little jealous that y'all are in France and Lisbon, and I'm, I'm still back here in Texas in 110 degrees, but uh, we've got it off and going. Well, we have the maritime breezes here coming off of the River Tagus in the Atlantic, and it is beautiful weather here in Portugal in Lisbon, where we are today. Absolutely gorgeous weather. And just a quick note, there are new travel polls that are Portugal-oriented up on our website, waiting for you to go vote at rmworldtravel.com. We're asking, what's something that entices you to visit Portugal? And the second question, what city in Portugal do you find the most alluring? 
All right, so uh, please go we'll vote talk about those. those we will talk about week. those next week. Uh, we're going to kind of speed through a couple quick things we like to do on facts because we have a very special guest joining us here today. Uh, and really, I want to, but we want to help set the scene right now for all of you tuned in right now back in the USA across our 525 weekly stations. Uh, so, you know, listen, the big thing that happened here in Lisbon, the earthquake of 1755, mm-hmm. right? It changed this country, it changed the course of Europe. Uh, as during the age of exploration, which is 500 plus years ago at this point, Lisbon was one of the wealthiest cities in the world. Portugal led Europe in establishing an empire in Latin America, in Africa, and Asia. And, you know, as Emeril Lagasse told us last week, you know, you heard him say that this was, there is such a rich and delicious food culture here that you need to come experience. Yes, and we're going to cover that, of course, today. And Lisbon has a very strong maritime history. You're going to find a protected, sheltered harbor here. It's played a very important role throughout history, um, sailing, shipping, navigation. Um, something that really stands out for us, and I think for everyone who comes to Lisbon, are the vibrantly colored azulejos. Uh, hopefully I said that correctly, or that you would know them. Uh, as the painted mosaic tiles, they're absolutely beautiful. They cover the homes. You'll find them on building walls, metro stations, and they sort of weave together all kinds of stories, biblical stories, family history, all kinds of really beautiful, beautiful uh, it's something, you know, listen, because of the seven surrounding hills here in Lisbon, uh, there's this unique funicular railway that connects the downtown area to the famous Barrio Alto neighborhood. We did that earlier this week. I figured we kind of do that. Uh, you know, it's a very steep and picturesque area of the city. Um, it, listen, there's so many things that we, we can talk about, and we will be throughout the show. Uh, cork production here in, in Portugal. We could actually, Rudy, we could get into the fact that your son is here with us mm-hmm. uh, in, in Lisbon right now. A lot to talk about, but, uh, Mary, we, I think we have a very special guest. I think we're going to leave it there. We do. Right now, we want to introduce you to the man who leads the city of Lisbon, Mayor Carlos Moedes. Mo- <laughs> Carlos Mo- I've been practicing all week, Mayor. <laughs> Let's do it one more time. Moedish, um, born in Beja, Portugal, about two hours southeast of here. Mayor Moedish has his MBA from Harvard. He served in various government and business roles in both France and Portugal. And we're told he has a passion for tourism. Yes, we've had so, so we're going right to find to out. So, Mr. Mayor, listen, we respect you have a busy job running, you know, this city, right? You've got a lot to do. So thank you very much, and welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Thank you so much. It's a real pleasure to be here with you. Uh, I'm the mayor of this beautiful town, and uh, as Mary was saying, I, I'm married to a French woman. I lived in France, in Brussels, in the UK, and I'm the mayor of Lisbon, and, and I think this is the most beautiful place in Europe. So uh, my invitation to everyone in the United States to come and visit this beautiful town. And, and Mary was referring to this town was created 1,200 years before Christ. Uh, and, and that's really, I mean, when you look at the culture, I mean, this was the Phoenicians at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so the city is full of that, full of history. Uh, you look at every bit of the city and you see diversity. You had the Jewish quarter downtown, we had a Muslim quarter up there, the castle, and then the Christian quarter. And for years and centuries, people lived together. And I think that that sense that you really are welcome to Lisbon comes also from that diversity well before a lot of places in the world. And I think that's probably one of the main characteristics that people call the soul of Lisbon. Mm-hmm. You really feel welcome. Yeah, that essence, mm-hmm. I mean, that we are feeling. So uh, I know we're going to have you in the B block coming up, but really quick what I want to ask you, you know, there, are, uh, there is a lot of talk out there about, you know, tourism. And I'm going to ask 
you later on about potentially over-tourism. But really right now, what are you and the administration doing that, you know, or you think needs to be done to attract a bigger percentage of travelers here and make sure that they know that Lisbon is a great city to come explore, whether it's for a weekend, you know, a business, or a holiday? Look, I, I think that uh, it's very important for us to have and to create experiences. We know that traveling is about experiences, and so those experiences have been the one in the focus of this administration in terms of tourism. We have just set up, and uh, that's a really beautiful new museum called the Earthquake Museum, where people can feel that 1755 earthquake, not just to see what happened, but live through the experience in that museum. It's a private museum, it's a fantastic place. And the other place that we created that I really want you to visit is the Royal Treasure Museum. Okay, we're going to uh, hold that right there, the Royal Treasure, Royal Treasure uh, because right now we have to go uh, get our own treasures with a few sponsor messages, so we'll be right back. Uh, folks, listen, stay with us. We have so much more ahead. Nine segments of the show, in fact. Stay right where you are. Keep those radios locked in. Our big Let's Go America Tour Lisbon from the Emerald House Lisbon Curio returns in three minutes. As we take a brief sponsor's break, now's a good time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Say hello to a stress-free holiday season with the help of HelloFresh. Get back to really enjoying the holidays and dinner time with tasty, hassle-free meals designed to cut down on time in the kitchen and save her time spent around the table. Join HelloFresh today and get free breakfast for life with code CARRY at HelloFresh.com slash CARRY. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. Just use code CARRY at HelloFresh.com slash CARRY. Once again, it's HelloFresh.com slash CARRY. Or as always, you'll find a link at armworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. As we wrap up the year and usher in the next, it's a perfect time to reflect on what truly matters, the people we love most. This year, resolve to keep them safer than ever with Simply Safe Home Security. We recommend simplysafe.com slash carry because they're going to have you covered when you need them the most. Save 20% on your new system with a fast protect plan by visiting simplysafe.com slash carry. Again, that's simplysafe.com slash carry for 20% off a new system with a fast protect plan. Or as always, you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. There's no safe like Simply Safe. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors, you'll find a direct link. The holidays are chaotic. Make your everyday a little easier with Raycon. Raycon made a name for themselves in the audio space with favorites like their everyday earbuds. This past year, they introduced power tech products like their much-loved Magic 180 charging cable. Raycon offers high-quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. Plus, free shipping, free returns, and buy-now-pay-later options. Get 15% off at buyraycon.com carry. That's buyraycon.com carry. Or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. I'm Mary Carey saying thanks for tuning in for this special Christmas Encore presentation from Portugal in our big Let's Go America Tour Lisbon that originally aired back on July 22nd. Merry Christmas, everyone. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert and Mary and our show team anytime on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn at RM World Travel. Now, back to award-winning RM World Travel. 
Let's go, America. Mary and I welcome you back to Portugal in the big Let's Go, America tour in Lisbon. Thanks for being part of America's number one travel radio show as we broadcast from the Emerald House Lisbon Curio. This portion of the program is sponsored by Travel Guard Travel Insurance. And when you travel, sometimes things happen that you don't necessarily see coming. In today's world, travel insurance is important to help you have a successful trip. Yes, it covers missed or canceled flights, but it covers a lot more than that. So don't take your chances or put your investment at risk. Visit TravelGuard.com slash carry. Before you travel. Exactly. <laughs> you don't want to do it after you travel. <laughs> listen, for, folks, uh, Forbes, well, listen, they, they've ranked them as the best travel insurance company out there. And when you think about what travel can cost and the challenges you're facing, if or when something goes awry, just do what we do. Get covered with TravelGuard.com slash carry. Or find a link, as always, at rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. All right. Let's go back to our conversation with Lisbon Mayor Carlos Moedish. Um, please finish your thought on that second museum. <laughs> yes. I, I think it's such an amazing story because so after the earthquake, the king, Don Jose, he wanted to impress Europe, and so he decided to build a palace and to buy everything he could in terms of cutlery, everything, silver, etc. And then what happened is that that palace basically was just half-built, and for 200 years, basically, there was half of the palace that was not finished. And so what we did was to finish that part of the palace, so you have an old part and a totally new part, so it's very impressive in terms of architecture. And inside, we're showing all the jewels of the Portuguese kings and queens uh, and everything that at the time was really the wow. sort of like uh, all the gold and the silver. Uh, we have a piece of a negative gold, imagine, with 20 kilos. Um, so it's really wow. a big, heavy. Now, so uh, yeah. people can go there and yeah. visit uh, all the, the history of the country. That was a monarchy until the 1910s, and then in 1910 became a republic. Correct. But so it's, uh, it's very impressive in terms of history to mm -hmm. look at these pieces of jewelry. So for the ones that are interested, they can see beautiful architecture, well, I beautiful jewelry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, right. um, so let's um, bring it back to the city itself. You have a strong background in innovation and technology, and I'm curious if there are any projects you're working on specifically here in Lisbon that will help locals and tourists and kind of lift up Lisbon's mm -hmm. reputation as a city that's forward-thinking. So my, my vision for the city is that I want a city that attracts people, attracts talent, and then that talent can bring to the city value. And so uh, we are creating this place that we call the Unicorn Factory, where we attract talent from all over the world. And imagine that I just got the news that today we had a new unicorn called Fortis Games. is a U.S. company that decided to come to Lisbon to set up an office. And so in one year, we were able to create a scale-up program for companies and to attract 12 unicorns, 12 big companies, companies that are worth more than $1 billion. And today we have a new one, uh, well, a new friend from the US. So and, and so the idea is that tourism is uh, absolutely essential, but then you cannot just stay on tourism. You have to attract those people for those that want to create jobs, that want to create value into the city. And so we have this scale-up program with the companies from all over the world uh, that come here when they want to grow. And I want Lisbon to be that capital of innovation of Europe. And I believe that innovation is this crossing in between culture, uh, technology, and tourism that bring to the city uh, value. And people today really need to see that, that tourism brings value. Well, all right, so mm -hmm. speaking of, you know, bringing tourists here and, and travelers, I want to talk to you a little bit about the airport, all right? And I saw a statistic that 
I think it's over 90% of people arrive in Lisbon on, uh, via, via a aircraft, via a plane. And there are reasons for that. I mean, the train system here, you have different tracks and so forth, and there are issues connecting with other parts of Europe. But, you know, in New York, where we are our three major airports right now, they are a disaster. They are thankfully rebuilding them, so we're happy about that at least. But uh, we felt we were a little bit in the third-worldism with uh, the airports that we have. Uh, but, you know, I know you've been supportive of building a new airport here in Lisbon. You know, can you talk about how important that is to the city? And I guess looking from we've been here now a number of days, not a lot of land to put it. Look, it's essential for Lisbon, and uh, you just, there's one thing that you did mention, is that geographically, there's no other way for people to get here unless they're Spanish, right? right uh, you have the Atlantic and you have Spain. And so, of course, most of the tourists come by plane unless they take a car in Spain and they drive to, sure. to Lisbon. So it's essential. And so my crying to the government every day is that we need, need that new airport. And there are several locations. So now the technical people, they're looking at the best location. And as a mayor, I've said, look, I will support any solution, uh, but I want it quick because we can't give an image to people that arrive to the country and they're waiting in queues in, in the airport because uh, there's too many people. And so that's super important for Lisbon and I've been fighting for that. I think until the end of the year we will have a solution and then we have to go ahead and build it. Lisbon needs that new airport. But in between, you welcome. I mean, the airport today is uh, working very well, and uh, I think even compared to other cities, I mean, of course, it's small, and that's why we need a new one. Sure. Uh, but I don't want anyone to be afraid about their no, airport. I, I, and I agree with that as well. It's, it's but still, that's something that yeah. clearly we know some of the other airports ag across Europe, and Lisbon, for the city that it is, I agree with you what you just said on that. So we yes. need more, yeah. yeah. So let's talk about neighborhoods. We've explored quite a few neighborhoods. Alfama, Chiado, Belém, um, Barro Alto. Um, there's a neighborhood that I I don't think a lot of people have ever heard of, and maybe there are even people in this area who've never heard of it, the Marvilla District. I know that you have feelings on this district. It's an old, from what I've heard, sort of old manufacturing area with abandoned buildings, but um, sometimes that's a good opportunity for rebuilding and re-energizing. What are your thoughts on that area? Look, so first, for someone in the U.S. to understand a little bit what it is, it, uh, it looks like what the meatpacking district was in New York back then, sure, not now, of course, now, before. Right. Sure. And mm -hmm. so for me, that I have this contact with the U.S. and I lived in the U.S., for me, what I wanted was to transform that neighborhood as uh, New York did in the meatpacking district. And wh what I want to do, the unicorn factory that is located there, exactly on, on that district, and then have more cultural activities is around the district because the name of this district when you say Mar Villa the origin of the world the, that word was marvel was about being marvel because it's beautiful it's really in front of the river mm -hmm. and you have all these old houses old places that can become the new technological places where people meet where they uh, cross the story and the history of the place with the technology and so for me the unique Corn Factory is the base uh, of that new area with new which goes uh, cultural back to places. your point that it's bringing the business in, which then builds the jobs and attracts the jobs, which attracts well, the listen, people you know, and the tourists. When we yeah. introduced Mary, uh, you know, the mayor, we said he's a busy man. He's got a lot going on yes. right now. So, <laughs> all right, uh, you know, looking at our clock right now to get to something else. So, I mentioned to you earlier about tourism and so forth. A lot of stories back in the U.S. Uh, you know, are about European news stories involving too many tourists, over-tourism, if you will. I'm thinking about Barcelona and what they're doing, you know, Venice and, and so forth, right? Uh, so Portugal is a very popular destination for Americans. 
Do you think, you know, does over-tourism, does it concern you, or is it something that you see as a good problem to have? Look, first of all, we are very far from the places that you refer to, like Barcelona or Venice. I mean, uh, just to give you an idea, first, we are a small town. Sure. We have 546,000 people. And every day, there's a lot, around 38,000 people that come into town as tourists. So it's not over-tourism. I mean, we're still very far from that. But what we want is those tourists to bring value to the city. For instance, we have these tourist tax, which is very low, it's two euros per night, for us to be able to clean the streets, uh, to build the museums, and so we want tourists to contribute for the economy, and that's essential. So we're very far from that uh, story of over-tourism. We need tourism because tourism is 20% of our economy, so it's very important for jobs, for families, and so I think that if you build tourism in a way that is sustainable, that everybody contributes to uh, the sustainability of the town, uh, that you can build projects around sustainability, that you have projects that people feel engaged, then people understand that tourism is positive. So over-tourism is negative if tourism doesn't give back to society. And uh, when tourism is giving back to society, you find a way. And so we're really still far from that. And for the Portuguese people that are so welcoming, they really like to show the town around. They really want people to feel safe. And again, I wanted just to stress one point that is so important for us, like, this is one of the safest capitals in the world, and, and I think that's very important. You have a lot going safe. on for you here, Mr. Mayor. Uh, again, we could, we could have you for the entire two hours of our show. Unfortunately, I do say it is the fastest two hours in travel, and unfortunately, this segment is going to come to an end, but we thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, it's been great having you here, part yeah, of the Let's Go you. America Tour. Thank and we'll you. stay in touch, and as other things continue to develop, we'd love to have you back on the program with us, okay? Uh, so thank you again come for back. your time. All right, well, listen, uh, we're going to hit the commercial break, as I just said. After this sponsor's break, we are going to take you on an exploration of Lisbon's food scene. <laughs> it's a, something you won't want to miss, folks. Uh, we had a great time doing that this week. Stay with us, everyone. 80% of the program is still ahead. The big Let's Go America Tour Lisbon rolls on. As we take a brief sponsor's break, now's a good time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Say hello to a stress-free holiday season with the help of HelloFresh. Get back to really enjoying the holidays and dinner time with tasty, hassle-free meals designed to cut down on time in the kitchen and save her time spent around the table. Join HelloFresh today and get free breakfast for life with code CARRY at HelloFresh.com slash CARRY. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. Just use code CARRY at HelloFresh.com slash CARRY. Once again, it's HelloFresh.com slash CARRY. Or as always, you'll find a link at ArmWorldTravel.com by looking under sponsors. Hilton Grand Vacations provides a premier travel experience that will surpass your expectations. With more than 150 resorts, they provide spacious, upscale accommodations with home-like features and resort-style amenities. You can also convert membership points into Hilton Honor Points for stays at thousands of Hilton hotels worldwide or for air travel, car rentals, and more. Wherever travel takes you, you'll always feel at home with Hilton Grand Vacations because your stay will feel more like a home than a hotel room. Find more info at HiltonGrandVacations.com or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Wherever or however you're hearing today's show, thanks for tuning in. What follows is our special Christmas Encore presentation from Portugal and our big Let's Go America Tour Lisbon. To connect with the program anytime, visit us online at RMWorldTravel.com. Sometimes we all need a vacation, a celebration to bring us together now. America's number one travel radio show. 
Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Let's go, America. Mary and I appreciate you spending this July 22nd with us as we broadcast from Portugal as part of this week's big Let's Go America Tour in Lisbon. We're up to the C Block, which could stand for in this segment, Mary Cravings or Cuisine, as we're about to talk food. <laughs> that works. Lisbon's food scene has grown from small local restaurants to Michelin star offerings, like the famed Belcanto restaurant, to name one. This week, we discovered some of the local cuisine and the local haunts, which we like to do when we travel. We caught up with guide and Lisbon native Fred Chavez from Eating Europe. Eating Europe prides itself on giving uh, visitors non-touristy food experiences, which they did. And here's that conversation with him. Hi, well, Fred, listen, we've been whisked around, dined by you today. Really appreciate that. We've enjoyed meeting so many of the locals. I want you to talk with us, you know, what you think is a key part of these tours, really mingling with the locals who make the food, who make the drinks that we've had. Uh, It helps really go well beyond the food. I think, and I'm I'm, going to be very biased here, but to me, a tour guide is more a good company rather than a source of knowledge. And I think our job is to be the key figure in connecting you guys you the guests with the locals as well so it's us having a good relationship with all the staff at the restaurants and and all of the people that enable this fabulous food but also being a person that you want to enjoy three plus hours with so i think it's a a dual answer in that in that sense and and as biased as it is that'll be my take well, you're safe, Fred, because we had a good time with you, so no worries there. And we really, I really enjoyed meeting the chef at the Fado Cafe. So Fado is a style of music, which we're going to talk about in the show today, and we're going to talk more about when we're in Porto next week. But it's hard for me to pick a favorite food experience today. I mean, I can try the egg tarts, of course, mm-hmm. are delicious. But we, um, we had some great pastries and sandwiches and some really great codfish, which is very popular here. Talk a little bit about the cuisine of Lisbon and how it's so diverse. So it's interesting because and I've had it a, a few times where people would say that the cuisine would be even more diverse with the overseas presence that Portugal has. So, for example, if you take the UK, it has a lot of the spices that would come from India and um, are much more in their cuisine than it would be in the Portuguese cuisine. However, we are very much a meat and fish based cuisine. Uh, so we have uh, the river in the ocean uh, very close to us. Uh, very good amount of quality fish as well. Huge cattle production as well in the country. So I would say vegetarians tend to have a tough time in the country because <laughs> we're not very vegetarian friendly. And it's actually interesting when we do have vegetarians on the tour, we can have veggie options, but it's not the most typical thing that you would get. Although it's delicious, we're much more of a non-veggie like food culture. Well, th- uh, that's well put, I think. And you know what? There are many other things to do if you are a vegetarian to come and enjoy here in Lisbon. So I want to talk a little bit about that because, you know, we have learned a lot about the food, certainly. Uh, we were able to experience as well as some great sights. Mary, in a minute, I know Mary wants to talk uh, the tuk-tuk, which is a part of mm-hmm. this. But, you know, Miguel was great, our driver. Various neighborhoods we've been to. You were born and raised here. So I want to know, we got a large audience back in the U.S. listening. How do you describe Lisbon, and what do you think makes this city such a draw? We spoke a little bit about it during our tour. I think the fact that it's it's a cheap country definitely helps. The price is, is definitely a, a plus. But at the same time, we have in general, very good English amongst the Portuguese citizens. So that that is a a good plus as well for any foreign tourists that speak English. The food is great. We have phenomenal history, amazing weather. We have only 60 days of rain in a year. 
overwhelmingly nice, which I didn't know we were. Uh, so it's I, I would never think of us as nice people, but I, I, I guess we are, which is good to hear. And uh, it's, it's a mixture of everything, the food, the weather, the history. Yeah. Something that really surprised me today was this Tuk Tuk tour. These are these uh, motorized vehicles. And I really wasn't sure I was going to like it. And I, f- I loved it. I felt like it got us right in the middle of the street action here in Lisbon because <laughs> I would not drive in this city. <laughs> so Same here. Do you enjoy giving those tours on Tuk Tuk? Oh, yeah. A lot of times uh, as well. It's, it's kind of like um, we kind of split the action uh, ourselves and the drivers, us, the tour guides and the drivers. A lot of times, and depending on the day, it's more of a, a, a driver's uh, moment. A lot of times it's more of our moment. I think today was a very good balance where we split the, the lead. Oh, they're fun. They're a fun ride. Uh, uh, they, they, were, they were a lot of fun. And having Miguel, our driver, who is a former policeman, also help because he knows... It's, you know, politician as well, former politician. Right. He knows everybody that's here. Here we are. We've just enjoyed the egg tart. I want you to talk a little bit about that. But uh, last thing for you, favorite local Portuguese dish that you think people need to come experience themselves? I'm a sweets guy, so we're, we're literally standing at the outside patio of a, an egg tart place. So I have to say an egg tart. If I could, that would be the one Explain thing. Explain that. So the egg tart is, is kind of like a mixture of a creme brulee meets croissant, I'd say. The inside of a creme brulee, it's the well outside put. of a croissant. And they're, I mean, they're just not too sweet. They're nice and crispy. I, I, it, it's hard to put it into words without tasting it. And they go well with coffee or the cherry liqueur. Oh, yes. That we tasted Very here much today. So. What's it called real quick? The, the cherry the, liqueur? Ginginha. Uh, Okay, I'll, I'll leave it there. <laughs> Fred, thank you so much for your time thank today. You. We enjoyed it. It was a pleasure. Thank you very much. Listen, I mean, Mary, food, culture, history, all by a tuk-tuk. So I mean, folks, fun. come on. All right? Well, what a fun and delicious experience. Put it on your list when you come to Lisbon or other cities they operate in. You can find ticket info on more on their website, eatingeurope.com. By the way, Emerald suggested See Me. Uh, to us last week. That's also worth a visit uh, for all the seafood that we have. Yeah, that's S E A, like the sea, see me, and you can pick your own seafood right there on ice. Pick and we the fish, and then <laughs> cook it the way you want it. All right, Bobby's going to bring Rudy back for our next segment on a local Portuguese equestrian school. Robert and I thank you for being part of this week's big Let's Go America Tour Lisbon, live from the Emerald House Lisbon Curio. And that show continues in three minutes. The world of travel never stops, and you can always find us 24-7 at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. Fun isn't hard. Right. Babbel's interactive lessons, podcasts, games, and more make it fun and engaging, so you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. You can choose from topics like travel, business, relationships, and more. You'll learn what matters most to you. Plus, Babbel's lessons are designed to get you speaking right away. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. Just three weeks? Even better. Since Babbel's lessons are designed by language experts and voiced by real native speakers, you'll get the accents just right and be able to carry on conversations with confidence. Learning a language with Babbel doesn't take long. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. And now, try Babbel free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Switch to Boost Mobile and get the ultra-smooth, ultra-powerful iPhone 11 for $49.99. He didn't stutter. 
See every angle with dual cameras. Make it a double. All on America's largest 5G networks. Large and in charge, baby. Get with the power of Boost and get the iPhone 11 for $49.99. That's half a Benjamin. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. ID verification required. New customers only at one per line. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be signs that your digestive system isn't working at its best? But taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil supports your daily digestive health using a special plant-based fiber called psyllium. Psyllium works by forming a gel in your digestive system to trap and remove the waste that weighs you down. Metamucil's gelling action also helps to promote heart health and slows down sugar absorption to promote healthy blood sugar levels. Start feeling lighter and more energetic by taking Metamucil every day. Wake up, people. You are optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids to work to friends and everything in between, you have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements, learning how you sleep so you learn to sleep better night after night. Sleep next level only from Sleep Number. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is now only $8.99, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends 4th of July. Have you tried the innovative Helix Sleep Mattress yet? Well, they have over 12,000 five-star reviews and nothing beats a great night's sleep, the kind you get with Helix. Helix offers customized mattresses that fit your sleep needs because they know everyone is unique. They deliver right to your door free of charge, and you can try them out in your home for 100 nights. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders right now. Their best offer yet. Go to helixsleep.com slash carry or visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Mary Carey here to share that what follows is a special encore presentation of the show as we replay our big Let's Go America Tour Lisbon, Portugal from July 22nd. Merry Christmas, everyone. Get out the map, get on the road, anywhere you want to go. To participate in the program, log on anytime to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. And welcome back to our special show from uh, Portugal. This segment of the program is sponsored by the 24-7 Burglar Busting Protection, simplysafe.com slash carry. When an intruder threatens your home or small business, every second counts, which is why we want you to know about the latest Simply Safe innovation called 24-7 Live Guard Protection, made possible by their new Smart Alarm Wireless Indoor Camera. Now, with a fast protect monitoring plan, if an intruder breaks into your place, Simply Safe's monitoring agents can actually see, speak to, and deter them through the camera, warning that they're being warning, warning them that they're being recorded and that police are on the way. It's a game changer. Twenty four seven lifeguard protection and the new smart alarm indoor camera work seamlessly as part of the entire security system to keep your whole place safe from break-ins, fires, flooding, and more. Get twenty percent off any system when you sign up for fast protect monitoring. At simplysafe.com slash carry, you can find the link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. Well, they take horses very seriously in Portugal and have for about 275 years. That's how long ago a Portuguese king founded a stud farm to supply the royal household with very special horses. These horses are a breed that originated in Portugal and Spain called Lusitano, and they're known, and here I quote from my next guest's website, for their, quote, physical and psychic balance versatility, gentleness, agility, and courage, unquote. That's quite a resume. Resume. Their showcase is the Portuguese School of Equestrian Art in Lisbon, and I'm delighted to have the, the master chief rider of the school with us today. His name is Juan Pedro Rodriguez. 
Well, Senor Rodriguez, welcome to the show. I understand you must train the horses in your care for four years when they're four years old in order to perform yes. massage and shoot. Well, where and for whom do these horses perform? So the, 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 the horses come from the stud farm, uh, normally around three and a half, uh, a little break, so in walk, trot, and, and canter uh, with the rider. And they go to the school, and until that they participate in the show is minimum four years. Depend how always of the horse, because it's an animal. We never can be sure that it's three, four, five, six years of dressage. But the minimum, more or less, is four years until that they can uh, participate in the show. Okay, let's talk about the show. If someone comes to Lisbon, what can they see if they go to your oh, equestrian center? What, what, what is the school? The school, it was found in, in 1979 to uh, recreate a, a old academy that we had in that region of, of Lisbon, in Belém, Ajuda, um, that it was found by our King John V in the, in the middle of the 18th century. And to supply that academy, because the royal stables, it was in that region, uh, he decided to make a specific stud farm with Lusitan horses from the uh, uh, line of Alter uh, uh, blood, but they are Lusitanos. And uh, that uh, stud in the 18th century supplied all of the royal stables. So only to give you an idea, in the end of the 18th century, to working in in the the Royal, uh, Royal Academy in the Riding Hall, in the service they had a, around 1,000 horses and specific 200 horses uh, for the uh, ri- uh, um, r- the Royal Riding Hall, and with 60 riders. Um, in the moment now we have uh, 60 horses in the school, and with 14 riders in the end of the 18th century they have around 60 riders and 200 horses specific. That is a lot of horses and riders. So if I come to Lisbon, are there daily shows? We have the from Monday until Friday include, from 10 o'clock until 1, uh, the normal work of the horses in the school. So if you go there, is a guide that can explain and make a visit to the, the stables, taking it to the riding hall. So you see the normal training of the horses. So it's the daily work of the horses. And uh, in the end of each month, at half past nine in the evening, uh, we have a, a gala show. Uh, it's normally around one hour and a half. So we have that in, in, in Lisbon, in the local stables, but sometimes we travel around uh, Europe, normally more around. In, in uh, two weeks, we go to England, to the University of Arbury, with 24 horses, 12 riders to make two shows there. Uh, the Friday and the 6th, I think that is the uh, 5th and 6th of August. Wonderful. Well, I would love to see the show. I'm sure the horses are very, very talented. Uh, certainly, They certainly are trained for long enough. Uh, João Pedro Rodriguez is the Master Chief Rider at the Portuguese School of Equestrian Art in Lisbon. The website URL is quite long, but if you just Google Portuguese School of Equestrian, Ar- Equestrian Art, you will find all kinds of details. The entrance fee is very low. Uh, definitely worth seeing. Uh, Joao, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be right back. Join the Travel Trio by accessing the show anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. 
Merry Christmas, everyone. Robert Carey here to share what follows is a special encore presentation of the show from Portugal and our big Let's Go America tour, Lisbon. Stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Let's go, America. Welcome back to Portugal for our big Let's Go America tour in Lisbon. That's been happening all week. We're sponsored by Alma Waterways River Cruises. And next week's show will include our upcoming travels with Alma Waterways on the Dura River, along with some of our show fans we're looking forward to meeting from around the U.S. An award-winning river cruise line, Alma Waterways puts love in everything they do. Be expect to be treated by luxury experiences throughout Europe, Asia, and Africa, all highlighted by unparalleled service. You know, we're going to be sailing aboard their new Amaduro ship. That's part of their award-winning fleet. Go check out AmaWaterways.com. You'll find all their various itineraries and specials. You can also find a direct link, as always, at rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. All right. We are now joined uh, by two guests here on set at the Emerald House Lisbon Curio. We have two guests on mics three and four. We've got Deanna Late, their head of guest relations, and Ricardo Peralta, food and beverage manager for the hotel. Guest relations, Mary, and food and beverage. We're, we're set with them. Uh, welcome both of you to the show. Thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate that. Thank you for, Thank having, you for us. having us. All right, so Deanna, we're going to start with you. I know, you know, back in, back in the U.S., we have so many people listening. The show reaches out about 1.2 million people right now. Uh, you went to high school for a year back in Watertown, New York, right? Yes, the oh. last, um, the senior high school year, yes. Uh, then, then you went on to London for three years or so, I believe, correct? Yes, okay. later, not straight away. Okay, but, but yes. I mean, but the, and, and I appreciate the fact that you returned home for the position here at the hotel uh, as you grew up in the Lisbon area. I did, born yeah. and raised. Yeah. So, all right, so that certainly, you know, gives you an edge in helping travelers when they come here. So, I want you right now to share... Where are a few places that you like to send guests around Lisbon that are beyond the typical tourist traps? So right now it feels like tourists are very well informed, so they're everywhere. So it's hard to find a place where tourists don't go to. But uh, maybe a residential neighborhood called Campo do Rique that has everything, shopping, restaurants, parks. It's very close by, actually. Um, also, Jardim da Estrela, which is also close by. And Explain that, though. What is that? What is that? Another neighborhood? Jardim da Estrela mm -hmm. is a park. Oh, it's, it's a park. park. Okay. It's a okay. park. Lot of beautiful Lovely. parks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there are two, and again, do you, do you, two places that you've mentioned. A third, do you have it all? Uh, maybe Jardim do Torel, which is good. also another park, but it's not the usual uh, place where we send tourists to be honest, because it's on the other side of the hill. It's another perspective of the, of the which, city. Which is saying a lot, because there are many hills here. Lots of hills, <laughs> lots <laughs> of climbing. It's a, a secret, a bit of a secret. Mm -hmm. Well, we like secrets. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you more about that later. Um, Ricardo, let's talk food. Lisbon has a very trendy and vibrant food scene. Um, it's filled with all kinds of culinary options. You gave us a mom-and-pop local Portuguese family-owned restaurant the other evening, and it was fantastic. Fresh seafood, it was great. What are you doing here at the hotel to satisfy guests from a food and beverage standpoint that really gives them a reason not to go out for dinner? You, you know, actually, I, I'm, our menu um, is, is very focused on sharing, right? The, the, the whole concept of the restaurant was built around sharing. Um, but not only that, the food is really great, absolutely, yes. Um, we are developing a couple, of, a couple of drinks also in our bar area that we're doing uh, with Portuguese liquors, so trying to give it a more Portuguese feel to it. But honestly speaking, I think that the, where we can make a real difference uh, is 
like actually very in common with the Curio collection uh, with Hilton. Like the Curio collection is supposed to be individual, right? No hotel is the same, right? And they're not. Um, and they're not, yeah. right? And that's what we're trying to do here, right? Uh, every hotel, a Curio hotel is a Curio hotel. And I want all our guests that come by here to know that all of our food and beverage staff is a single individual. And that's what really is going to make the difference for right. us. Right, so that when they're here, they, they know they're in Lisbon even before they go out into the city because they're getting Portuguese pastries like you offer for breakfast and things like that. The food, yeah. Also, we try to incorporate that, especially breakfast. Thank you for mentioning that. Uh, we try to make it as local as possible and as yeah, Portuguese as possible. We absolutely right. feel that. That's um, it. Absolutely. So, yeah. so, Deanna, really quick with you, you know, um, I want to go in this direction. People right now listening, they might... Maybe they've never been here to Portugal or to Lisbon in this case. They want to come. Uh, similar to parts of San Francisco back in the U.S. where this show is being heard right now. I mean, what are some of the recommendations that you would have for people who want to come to help them have the best possible visit? So be prepared to walk a lot up the hill. Have comfortable shoes. That's obvious. Flip-flops no. are not comfortable mm-hmm. shoes for this city unless you want to go to the beach. Um, it is very warm during the day, but we are by the river, so you need you need something to warm up um, at, yeah, at night. night. Be cool. Definitely yes. need a jacket you or a do. scarf or wrap something at night. Great. Yes. Yeah, which is lovely actually, because it's nice it and is. cool, but um, lovely. So real quick, uh, Ricardo, you've been in hospitality a long time since you were 16 in a small mm-hmm. restaurant uh, in nearby Sintra, yep. Portugal. You've worked on cruise ships, other hotels. What is about what is it about the hospitality business that you most enjoy? In about 10 seconds on that. Yeah. It, it, it all started with food for me. Watching my mom, my aunts, my grandma, my dad, everybody cooking, it made me fall in love with food. Yes. And then I discovered I have a superpower, which is I'm really great at talking. So then I came <laughs> to the front of house, and I haven't stopped since. Ricardo, listen, talking you've, got, you've got the R, you could take over, I, I could say. You know, it could be still RM World Traveler, right? So it works well. Uh, listen, thank you both of you. We really appreciate you joining us today. Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, and uh, a lot of fun we've had this week while we're here. And walk I can tell you right now, Mary and I, we've walked in about five, six days. We've walked over 30 miles. Not exaggerating that. Mm -hmm. All right. That's going to do it for hour one of the show this week, folks. Hour two and the next 60 minutes from Portugal is still coming up. After this top of the hour break, we'll be back with more as we put a wrap on our Let's Go America Tour Lisbon. Then we get ready to start the big Let's Go America Tour Porto Douro River Cruise. So a lot still coming your way from Lisbon, everyone. Catch us live or anytime through the archives at rmworldtravel.com. You've been listening to award-winning RM World Travel, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.